it was like lightning in a bottle because I was working with a developer and single and like didn't own the real estate. Sarah was working with her husband and they owned the real estate and they were DIYers. And like, this would be magical for a show. Should we start a business? I don't know. We're, we're still trying to figure out how I actually convinced her. It's still unclear. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Sponstaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. In just a moment, you'll meet Annette Grant and Sarah Karakan from Thanks for Visiting, one of the most popular, if not the most popular, short-term rental podcasts out there. Sarah is an actress by trade and was hustling on Broadway when Airbnb first became available in New York City. She somehow convinced her husband to let her list their basement on Airbnb, and, well, it wasn't long before Sarah traded securing auditions for home acquisitions that she then transformed into short-term rentals. Annette is an entrepreneur by trade who has helped launch and scale multi-million dollar businesses in and around Columbus. Today, she partners with real estate investors to help them launch and scale their short-term rental portfolios. In this episode, you'll hear the story of how Sarah and Annette met, the founding story of Thanks for Visiting, their thoughts on building a brand, and everything that you can expect from their event, TFVCon, happening in Columbus, Ohio, this September 24th through 26th. Annette and Sarah were kind enough to invite me, yes, me, yours truly, to come speak at TFVCon on SEO strategy for short-term rental hosts. And I cannot wait to participate in this dynamic event. I'd love to meet you all in person, so please consider coming to the event. You can use the discount code BTS, as in behind the stays, at checkout for $150 off any ticket level. You can find all this information at TFV. TFV as in thanks for visiting, con.com. Be sure to use the discount code BTS for $150 off any ticket level. All right, friends, without further ado, get ready to meet Sarah and Annette. All right, Annette and Sarah, we are live. This is this is such a treat. I feel like I'm having like I'm a little nervous. Like I'm feeling I feel like I'm interviewing like celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> well, right back at you, Zach. I will tell you that more like in the past like three to six months, your name keeps popping up all over the place. So we're equally excited to yeah. be on your show. Ah, uh, well, thank you, you guys. Uh, I don't even know if I've told you guys the story, but. The, the entire reason we started Behind the Stays was actually because of Thanks for Visiting. So I was on, my wife and I, I think I've told you guys this story. We were we were traveling full-time, like hopping around Airbnbs, and um, it was great. And like on the road, we were like, oh, you know what? We should, like, this is, we knew nothing about the hospitality space, nothing about short-term rentals. And I, but I've always been a big like podcast junkie. And I was like, oh, you know what? what? There's got to be like podcasts for like Airbnb hosts. And I literally Google podcast for Airbnb hosts and you guys popped up as like number one. And so we listened to Thanks for Visiting way before Behind the Stays was, was a thing. So um, yeah, this is a, this is just, I'm so, I'm so thankful that you both are making time for this. Um, well, you know, I'm a crier. So you have to like warn me of that so I can get tissues. You can't just <laughs> drop that on me without any, you know, preface. No, that, that means the world to us because A, we work really hard on our podcast and B, 
I know you know a thing or three or 3,000 about SEO. So the fact that we popped up <laughs> makes me very proud. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it was literally, not to nerd out here, but like it was literally when Google, Google had recently made an update as Google is trying to like highlight podcasts more frequently. And so like in the, in like, uh, in like the first, uh, really above even the first organic result, they had just a list of podcasts that met my criteria. And I feel like they must've just pushed the update because for like, for a couple of weeks, like everything I Googled, a, a podcast that was related to it would like would like show up number one so anyways i yeah it was it was serendipitous it was it was truly serendipitous um but but hey we have a lot to talk about but i want i want to hear like the story the founding story of of thanks for visiting so i know that i, I know a little bit of it from listening to your show obviously and stocking your website a lot of the people that listen to our show are probably also listeners of of thanks for visiting but many might not be so i i, I want to hear the story of how you two met and how thanks for visiting was born yeah let's take it back a little bit to our individual stories because i'll kind of share with you how we got together i was living in new york city i lived there for about 16 17 years i was a musical theater performer oh wow and yeah. And that's all I ever wanted to do since I was three. But, and I thought, you know, I would do it to the day I die. I mean, I knew what, I knew what graveyard I don't want to be buried in in New York. I'm not kidding you. But as we all know, things can sometimes change in your life and you have no idea how or why, but I was pulled to invest in real estate. I felt as an actor that I was like, how, what's going to happen when I'm older that, you know, I'm not going to have all these things that other people have when they work in corporate jobs so I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, as did my husband, and we were bound and determined to find a property in New York City. Honestly, we knew nothing, but I'm glad we knew nothing because had we known all the things, we may not have been so bold hmm. to try to invest in New York. But it was 2010, 11-ish. Um, so right after the crash and property was more available than it usually is. And we borrowed money from Nick's parents um, with an interest rate. Thanks, mom and dad. Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, and an FHA, 3% down. And we bought this single family home uh, that needed a lot of fixing up. And as an actor, you rent your spaces to your friends or to people you meet in, in private Facebook groups with other actors to sublet from you. When, mm. you're going, when you go on tour, when they go on tour. So I knew that this home... Um, when, we, when we were interested in it, it had its own entrance in the basement that you wouldn't have to go through the part that my husband and I lived in. And I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Like, oh my, this is perfect. And so we did that for a while, but then Airbnb came on the scene in New York City and we tried it out. I convinced my husband he was not about it. Then he was. And we're talking back in the day before there were like smart locks available, right? Like old school Airbnb. Um, and we quickly not only were covering our mortgage, but I also hired friends to help me clean when I had auditions. Wow. And we were all we were cash flowing on top of that. So I was hooked because between shows and auditions, I would work at restaurants and hotels. They're easy. They get actors in New York. You don't have to like promise them like your firstborn, like you can go in and out. So I had a ton of hospitality experience. And as an actor, you're selling yourself every day. So like there's just a lot of um, stuff that worked well with running a short-term rental in New York. And we got so addicted to the success of it and how much it, it fueled me. Um, we started talking about it on Instagram before wow. Instagram became a thing. And we somehow found ourselves on a an HGTV show, eight episodes, where we flipped a short-term rental <laughs> on golf floors. And I was like, Nick, I feel like the universe is saying we have to do more of this. So we came back from filming that show 
And um, after some soul searching, we decided to leave New York to be able to buy more property. We had a whole spreadsheet of where we would go. We thought about Denver and Portland and all these secondary markets that were just as expensive and hard to invest in as Queens and and Manhattan were. Yeah. We decided on Columbus, Ohio. Um, for many reasons, we love that it's not landlocked. We love that, you know, it's got, um, it's the capital. There's a lot of fortune 500 companies here. And we just, we, and I knew Metro stays like I didn't, I wasn't in the whole like vacation until I knew what it was like to, to market to business travelers and things of that nature. So I was like, I can, we could do this here. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we moved here. We bought a fourplex. We started the fourplex and renting that out. And I started sharing on Instagram again, Instagram has been like, opened so many doors for me. I shared my short-term rental experience on Instagram and I got a lot of clients that I would manage for, um, co-host for. I got my real estate license. I became a property manager. Um, but as soon as I moved to Columbus, they started talking about regulations hmm. and I was like, oh, hell no. Sorry. I hope I can say that on your podcast. <laughs> of course, I was like, I didn't have to pack up my whole New York city life that I love so much to come to a city that's going to tell me I can't use my property. Like I responsibly like to. Yeah. And there were city council meetings that Airbnb emailed all of everyone in Columbus to show up to rallying the troops, rally the troops. And so I showed up and who sat next to me, but Ms. Annette Grant, and I'll let her insert herself into the story here. First of all, sorry, right before, right before Annette, I mean, Sarah, that incredible story, like incredible way to kind of kick off this conversation. So much energy. I love it. I, after listening, I, I clearly haven't listened to enough. Uh, uh, thanks for visiting podcasts. Cause I, I knew about the HGTV show. I knew about you being in New York. I had no idea though, that you were, that, that you were an actress. Um, and so that, that is a, that is a new piece of information that I've gathered and it makes so much sense. That's why your guys' reels are so dang good. Um, on, on Instagram, uh, it's all, it's all coming together. It's all coming together. So, so Annette, okay. So Sarah has this backstory. What 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 are what are the events that led you to that city council meeting that night? They have nothing to do with Broadway, but I <laughs> just this week was able to go backstage at a show because of Sarah. So she still has all of her ties, all the um, connections. But that was very lovely. I have a very different story. Is I had no idea what I wanted to do when I went. You know, when I graduated from college, I was cultural anthropology. Okay. Kind of tough enough because I love people. Hmm. Cultural anthropology, it's a study of humans. Yeah. Sign me up. Okay. I was showing up to class. But after that, I was like, what is next? I was also in hospitality. I served tables. I worked at some resorts. You know, I just like to be around people. And, but I also knew I had to get like, quote unquote, a real job. <laughs> and I did that. And I didn't know at the time, but I have a knack for operations. And I have a knack for building brands. Hmm. They start under a million and then I can get them to, to a, you know, I'd say five to 10 million. And then it's my time to leave. Cause I like to know all the things at all the time. <laughs> so when they start to become siloed out, I leave. And the first one was a house painting company. So residential. Okay. That depended on the weather and homeowners, that's their bit number one asset. So I got a lot of practice with, with homeowners. But then I went into uh, retail online. And I was like, wait, this the internet's open all the time. The weather doesn't <laughs> <laughs> dictate this. And I did vintage-inspired uh, sports apparel. 
And I was the first team member there and just really helped grow a brand. We we went from like squatting in a warehouse to five, re- five retail locations, NBA, NFL, um, Major League Baseball, soccer, lots of colleges. You just continue to expand, had like 120 employees. But guess what? What? I had to be in the what? office every day. Yeah. Every mm. day. And the business grew and that's not my sweet spot anymore. <laughs> so I like to say I got quit, AKA fired. Um, well, it was time for me to go. <laughs> and I was like, I'm helping everybody else build these brands. I-, I loved it, but I just needed to control my schedule and kind of control my own fate. And I was like, I, I had a I had a severance package that was lovely. And I was like, well, what's next for me? And I, I thought the sharing economy was cool. Hmm. You want an Uber? And I had a friend, again, Sarah and I, very lucky. You know, she had her family helping her. I had um, a network of people that had a specific um, person in my network that was a real estate developer and had some extra properties. And I wanted to test Airbnb. Again, Columbus, Ohio. I was like, who's going to come here? He was yeah. like, who's gonna, he also was like, who's going to come here? I'm not going to have my team work on it. And that you can work on it if you want to. Fine. I was like, let's go. Let's try it. We did one loft downtown. It was very successful. We did two. We did three. And I was doing this while I was trying to find myself. So like, what was next? And while I was doing that, I'm like, friends, family, acquaintances, everybody like, that's all they wanted to ask me about was (laughs) Airbnb. And I'm like, seriously? Like, what is going on here? And I couldn't keep up with the coffees. I couldn't keep up with the happy hours. And I'm like, I need to produce some sort of content Hmm. to educate. And, and so I can regurg- not, not regurgitate, but like message to everybody what this opportunity is. I yeah. was really like, what is going on here? And I didn't have any sort of real estate background. I, I was just like, you know, it wasn't even about real estate. It was about short-term rentals and holy smokes, people are coming to our city. And so I had the idea for the podcast, but unlike Sarah, I don't have um, any sort of I mean, I was in marching band. Okay. I was bad. I don't have any stage experience. So like, I love podcasts, but um, I was chatting with some people about starting a show. I started a show. It has never hit that show has not hit the airwaves because I sat down to Mrs. Karakayan at the city council meeting, asked her to be a guest on the show. It was like lightning in a bottle because I was working with a developer and single and like didn't own the real estate. Sarah was working with her husband and they own the real estate and they were DIYers. I'm like, this would be magical for a show. Yeah. Should we start a business? I don't know. We're, we're still trying to figure out how I actually convinced her. It's still <laughs> unclear. Um, but that city council meeting was, was the real time that we, we, we met. And then we met after that, but we had to show up. And I guess the message there is, we both pivoted hard. Like we took a hard left on what we were doing Yeah, and I showed up to this meeting that was really, really important. And all hosts need to know that they need to be aware of what's going on in their city. We actually, the hosts did show up. We fought that. Um, we do have some licensing now, which is completely okay. We were very happy with that, but they wanted to limit our nights and that completely got squashed. So we offer that if this is something that's coming to your town, don't be scared about it. Show up. It mm. matters. Um, there will be some sort of licensing, taxing. These are just normal business things that happen. So don't be fearful when you start to hear whispers of it in your town if it hasn't happened yet. Alrighty, folks, here's the deal. I want to meet you all in person. 
All right, I, it's just, it's time. Thousands of you stream behind the stage every month and I've only had the privilege of meeting a few of you in person, but we can change all of that in just a few weeks. Sarah and Annette from the Thanks for Visiting podcast are throwing TFECon in Columbus, Ohio from September 24th through September 26th. And they've invited me to come and speak at their event on SEO strategy. It's going to be loads of fun with incredible speakers, awesome workshops, and unforgettable networking parties. You can register for the event at tfvcon.com and use the discount code BTS, BTS as in behind the stays, for $150 off your ticket. Also, send me a DM on Instagram, on LinkedIn, or on Twitter to let me know if you're coming. If enough of you are able to make it, I would love to plan like a happy hour or some sort of behind the stays meetup. So come meet me and some of your other favorite creators and experts in the short term rental space at TFECon this September, September 24th through 26th. It's a Sunday through a Tuesday. All the details can be found at TFV, TFVCon as in TFV as in thanks for visiting con.com. And be sure to use my discount code BTS at checkout for $150 off of your ticket. All right, friends, really, really, really hope to see you all there. All right, back to the show. What's what's so interesting about that for both of you is, and maybe this is actually like a good takeaway for for folks, like if you are in the market for a business partner or new opportunities, like go to these meetings because the people that are sitting next to you, they're as if you're gonna show up to one of these things. I mean, come on, like you you have to be very invested, right? Like you you're giving up a Tuesday night or whatever it is, right? You know, to go sit in probably like a disgusting like old like classroom or something right oh, with like it's it was like, like a, a community center a community exactly center like right and there's probably like mold as you walk in right there's like this slow like drip in the back right because like they haven't changed the gutters in 10 years like yeah i mean, I mean like it, it, so the people that are showing up to these events really 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 care right or these these meetings really 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 care so hey if you're if you're in the market for a business partner or hey in this case a a, a podcast host a co a co-host ah. maybe you need a visit your, your your next uh, local city council meeting <laughs> right because it's 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 a testament to your value system hmm. and so whether it's a city council meeting or maybe it's a short term rental meetup or a real estate meetup like yeah. Sarah and I now frequent um lots of different real estate meetups in town we even started our own short term rental meetup in in town so that's what it shows is like the value system what you just said time is such a valuable asset so when people are taking the time to show up to these you can feel like you have some sort of value yeah. um, alignment there and it is a great start for a friend a partnership a potential client and hey a potential investor also yeah yeah true that true that so okay so you guys have this like awesome, really, you know, spontaneous meeting, you decide, hey, there's something about the other that is that is at least really interesting. And then you decide to do this, this podcast, Sarah, you or excuse me, Annette, you had said that you had been working on a show already. Sarah, had you ever dabbled in podcasting as a medium? Or was this really new for you? That's a lie. I would say no. So I what I will say is when my husband and I were Annette said we were DIYers, I was a blogger in the okay. home improvement space and real estate space. And I would talk about short-term rentals. And I also was obsessed with professional organizing at the time. I was trying to find myself, okay? <laughs> um, and I, I loved in New York, I mean, people will pay you a lot of money to design their closets and what have you. My husband's super handy. And so 
We did that and I joined NAPO, which is the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. What? And they had, they they, had they, there's a national organization for people real. like you? Oh my God. And it's big. But also they not only will do physical stuff, I don't know why I'm pitching NAPO right now, but they're not only do physical stuff, but they'll also help you with like your digital organization. So anyone out there who wants like Master Evernote or Asana, like that's where all those people come and hang out. Interesting. Anyway, they had audition. They were starting a podcast and they had auditions and like my mind as like, I see audition, I'm like opportunity. (laughs) So, um, I totally auditioned naturally got the, got the part of host. And I did that for two years and helped them two years. You did that for that long. I really did. Yeah. And, um, so yes, I did, but I never thought I would start. I never even like, Oh, I should start my own about home improvement. Never, never in a million years until Annette so okay talk to us about the were, were there other podcasts in like the short-term rental space at this juncture okay so that so that you're, you're nodding your head so the, there were like how mm-hmm. did did you guys like go and listen to them and be like oh my gosh these are all like not what we would do or, or like did you guys just kind of go in blind start recording and, and publishing like how, how yeah. do you go from the the idea to episode one drops well um we there were competitors, okay, but they were not competitors. I don't even call them competitors. There were other hosts in the space. We did not relate to them. Hmm. They were not it, the subject base wasn't relating to us. Okay, and the way that we got started is Sarah and I. Um, wise advice from Cody from Create Media, our podcast producer, who happens to be one of our dear friends. Sarah and I wrote an ebook, which was seven steps to your first guest, Ooh. and so our first seven episodes. We're basically highlighting those chapters because that was the thing is like, hey, you need to get people interested and kind of have a theme in the beginning to to lock people, you know, have them come back for more. Yeah. So that's how we we probably need to go back and edit those and like listen to them because it's been quite some time. But and and that enabled Sarah and I to have some sort of consistency in the yeah. beginning. Like, okay, we've already have this seven these seven chapters. Let's create these seven episodes while we discover, are we going to have guests on the show? Who can we ask to be on the show? Cause no one's listening, you know, creating that content. So yes, there were, there were some shows, I'd say maybe one or two in the space. And you'll see, if you look through content for short-term rentals and, and what's interesting about podcasts, even if they haven't produced it for years, it still shows up. Yeah. So it's rare that you'll see people that are being consistent for a long period of time. Yeah. And so, and I just wanted, we just wanted to do it. Like I just wanted to have a podcast. I love podcasts. Yeah. It really changed my life. So, um, and I'd hosted some others, but Sarah and I locked arms and, and that, but the seven, the seven episodes that helped us like at least get started. Yeah. What's interesting about podcasting as a medium too, is that it's, it's obviously like long form. Right. Um, and, and it does like, you have to be consistent and it's really difficult because if you're investing an hour or two hours or you know three hours a week talking with people and then turning that and it's not just talking with people right like one of the things i think probably you know well sarah is that it's not just asking questions you have to remember that at the end of the day after we sign off here people are going to be listening to this right and people are going to be listening to this for months and and you know and weeks after we had this conversation and it's got to be entertaining to listen to it's got to be valuable for sure you got to be talking about something of substance hopefully you have guests that are interesting but beyond that like it 
it, you, you are kind of acting in a, in a sense, right? In, in that, like you you want to make sure that your your intonation is exciting and that and that you know you are playing off of each other, right? It's almost like um, improv in, in, in a sense, right? Where like you have to read your guests, and if your guest has low energy, you're thinking, oh no, like I've got to double down because right. my listeners and aren't going to like this. <laughs> they can tell you. Um, Cause I like sharing, like, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a failure, but it was a miss, it was a misstep, which could be considered a failure. And like, we tried the video in the beginning and it was too much. Hmm. Like it was like, there's a lot of buttons. I'm not having just keeping it real. Like there were a lot of buttons. There was a lot of things just to coordinate, like yeah. getting the audio. And we tried to do video cause we're like, Oh, we should do video. You should do audio. And then like something happened and we were just like, no, yeah. like, we can't was, do video. It was like risking our consistency. And yes. we knew that the, no one will out consistent Annette and myself. <laughs> so we're going to show up like game on. Like right. we're going to do that thing and we're going to do it whenever we how, Yeah. But we did have to pull the plug on the video yeah. in the early. If we would go back now, we definitely wouldn't have done that. But it was, it was becoming a roadblock for us. So we had to just pull the plug on that. And I'm glad we did because like what Sarah said, we would have stopped. And then yeah. we would have never picked back up. And it took us a good 150 episodes to integrate back into video. Yeah. Well, I, it's it's funny you say that too, because for, for me, uh, and, and I know like I've, I've done some tests and, and the YouTube algorithm is so powerful. And so when you do drop like, a podcast with your video interview on on YouTube, like it 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 does it it works. Like it, it's it's somewhat magical to to an extent. But my whole thing, and maybe maybe I don't know how you guys have, you guys are really good at producing content. So I'd love your thoughts here too. Is just selfishly, I don't like watching talking heads. Uh, like on you like on youtube like i love listening to podcasts e even my favorite podcast i just i just don't enjoy watching two people cuz cuz it's it's often two people in two different boring. locations right boring. and it's just boring like like uh, you know uh, joe rogan's podcast and, and some of the more you know famous podcasts where you, they're doing in person uh interviews fine like I, I i can actually get behind that to an extent but like a zoom call that's recorded i don't know i just i can't get into it so for me Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I think what you need to remember here and where we were at fault is that just because someone's pressed play on YouTube does not mean they're watching you. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I watch quote unquote watch YouTube every day, but it's how I listen to music in the yeah. background. Yeah. So I'm not watching it all. You know, I'll watch something that's like rain and it's a black screen. I'll watch something that's like jazz music and there's nothing on there. So that's where we had to switch our mindset of like, even though it's video, what you think is video first, yeah. people are consuming it via audio. It's just where they go first. Yeah. To, to things. Which I, I totally like, you're right. You're right. And I, I need to get over that mentally. For me, it's like on the off chance, like they look like I just, and so we've been, we've been testing this video series and we can only do like one a month because they're, they're pretty like well-produced uh, videos. And it's like a, a you know, a sister, if you will, to, to the podcast, it's this special series called "The Next Generation of Hospitality Entrepreneurs," and like you know, I'm flying out with my video guy in person, and we're doing these we're doing these shoots, and I mean, it is a frick ton of work. Like, it is so much freaking work. But like for me right now, I can't I can't ship like a video podcast that's not that doesn't look like a video. Like, and, and I, I know I probably just need to get over that. Um, but anyways, I I, I digress from this tangent. I, you, I, I'll, I'll have to rethink this. Um, <laughs> no. We're here for you. <laughs> well, okay, we we've got a lot to cover, so I, I want to keep moving here because 
you guys, so you start this podcast, uh, it, it sort of, did, did it take off like right away? Like at what point in time oh. did you guys realize, whoa, this is like, we've built like something like meaningful. It's taken off and absolutely not. Every day we're like, yeah. it could be better. <laughs> um, that is a hard no. Hard absolutely no. Not. But you know, you know what we did have on our side? We had consistency. Yeah. We had passion for hospitality and short-term rentals. Yeah. I will say that too. And we had listeners that also had passion for hospitality and they were looking for their hosting friends. Yeah. So we had, we had enough people out there that were just as invested in hosting as we were and up-leveling what it means to be a host, because that's the thing. It doesn't matter how amazing your content is. If there isn't an audience that is interested in it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing where we're saying like finding alignment there are just so many hosts out there that want to be professional hosts that want to deliver a, a five-star stay every single time. We were lucky that once we could find them, there are tens of thousands of them everywhere in, yeah. in every city, every state, every country. Like they, they are here and they, and they want to be better hosts. They want to up-level. Hey guys, it's Zach. If you're enjoying this episode, could you do me two very quick favors? First, this show is possible thanks to a handful of incredible organizations who've signed on to be advertising partners of Behind the Stays. It would mean the world to me if you'd take just a second to scroll down to the show notes and go learn more about this episode's sponsor. Even if you aren't in the market for agency support or a new PMS at the moment, it never hurts to be aware of who else is out there. And second, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, could you be so kind as to give Behind the Stays a five-star rating? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, could you submit a quick review and let me know what you love most about the show? I know it seems trivial, but these things really, really do help us grow the show. And just a reminder that if you've ever got feedback from me on how to make the show better, shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com. You all really are the best. I love receiving your emails and DMs. All right, so check out the sponsor and leave us a rating and a review, please. All right, guys, back to the show. At what point do you realize we need to deliver content? Like you're, you're giving away tons and tons of content for free, right? Like the podcast, you can just, anyone can go listen. And it's it really is sort of like a masterclass on all things short-term rental hospitality, right? And so you guys give that, you, you guys have literally given hundreds of hours of your, of your, you know, blood, sweat and tears away for free. At what point do you realize, hey, we... We, we we could monetize this in, 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 in some sense, right? Or or hey, and, and like maybe it was, hey, we want to produce something that's a step, you know, deeper than than what we're doing on the pod. Uh that's gonna take time, right? To 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 create something like that. How do we value that time? So at what point do you think about like the community and do you think about like, you know, your your master classes and 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 whatnot? When 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 does that come to uh, come to be? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I will tell you that we would get questions emailed to us or DM to us. And I mean, Zach, you should have seen our responses. And, and sometimes I'll still get something up my whatever. And I like go in on a question on a DM or what have you, but they're so long hmm. and they're like other, like, I, I want to like, I want to see more of your business. I really want to go deep with you and like, see if I can help you because there are these people out, they want to do good work. They want to be great hosts and great community members. And we couldn't possibly show up on the podcast, show up on YouTube, do the reels, and then individually coach people. Yeah. So, or at least share what we know. We're learning every day ourselves. So that is how our membership was born, so that we could 
for people who are ready and have that mindset, it is powerful to belong to an online community of people who also um, pay for coaching and community and, and, and that whole situation and how deep you can go with those individuals. And then they start becoming friends and, and, um, holding themselves accountable and it's truly magical. So that's how it came to be. I think it was Annette and I being like, we can't, we did do the one-on-ones Yeah, we do all. And it's just, and we also want to spend time with their families and our guests and our own business. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's where a necessity truly, and, but also not necessity, a, a good solution to yeah. the issue that we're facing. Yeah. Because we, we got responses that everybody's like, Oh, we feel like you're our hosting besties. This, that, and the other. And like, well, you need one. It's a lonely business. Mm. And so we were like, how can we create something? Because it gets, I mean, I love Sarah. I love our guests, but it gets really like boring to talk into a microphone and not be able to, you know, have that back and forth. Like in our membership, we do do the coaching inside. We can talk to, they can tell us exactly what's going on. We can give that, um, give that leadership and that, that advice. And so that was the thing too, is like, Sarah and I knew what our relationship meant to our lives. And we were like, if other, if we could help connect other hosts in the same way, like, I mean, we can talk about laundry and lint rollers and coffee and numbers and occupancy. And, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just got this rate for this night. Like that is fun. And we wanted other people to be able to enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you guys launched this community and you, you both have your, your own businesses, as as well right so so how do you guys how are you managing all of this like what and 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 talk to us if if you don't mind like i'm I'm just curious some of the not not critique but uh, there there are what i would just call um and other people have said this before but there are a bunch of you know these airbnb like influencer uh types these host influencers right these um you know some are kind of get rich quick gurus out there like there, there are a lot of people that have kind of exploded uh in this space right and have sizable followings and have other podcasts and have other you know youtube channels and, and whatnot and I'm always curious, some of my more uh, critical friends in the industry will talk about how there's more money in uh, creating content about how to be, you know, a host or or how to be a property manager or how to scale a a portfolio of short-term rentals than there is in actually doing the work of managing a a portfolio of short-term rentals, right, or or what have you. And I'm just curious, like, how do you guys manage your own businesses? How do you manage the business that has become Thanks for Visiting? And and how how is it all working? Like just like tell tell us what you can about how how everything's working. Yeah, I think it naturally came to a point where Annette and I had to decide what we were going to do because we can't be in all the places at once. Yeah, but it was very important to me at that time because I had still had so much to learn when we started the podcast. Um, because the industry was changing. Two thousand eighteen, nineteen, twenty was very different than when I started in 2010, 11 and 12, and even the human I was. Yeah. And so, um, we just, we just did it. We just made it a priority. I will say that we delegate different responsibilities between the two of us. Um, I am very involved in the operations of the short-term rentals and Annette is always finding someone who wants to help us build our next legacy project or, um, connect us with someone who wants to sponsor our event. Like, right. So, um, that's the beautiful thing again about finding your hosting bestie Yeah, is, I mean, what is that saying? Where like, you know, if you want to go whatever, go alone, but if you want to go super far, go together. And so it's a lot of that. And I think like, also we can be honest that 
Thanks for Visiting for Sarah and I is a platform for us to educate, but also revenue from that is like to build our portfolio. Yeah. Um, That's the long-term goal. And, you know, for instance, like Sarah literally like came, like ran into this podcast five minutes ahead of time because she was interviewing a cleaner and she's going to leave right after this to go inspect that potential cleaner and make sure that it's guest ready because this is Friday afternoon and check-in is here at like three o'clock. And so I think the thing to, to note is we have a very large team on both sides. So the, the property management team and thanks for visiting. So I, we have to be very honest in that, like we have to have help or yeah. we would not be able to do all of the things. So that has been um, something that we do want everyone to know that, you know, sometimes we have to take it on the chin because there are other people that are being paid for to make sure that the properties are cleaned and they are, are inspected and they are the guest communications and even on the thanks for visiting team. So we do want to be very, very, clear on that because I do think there's a lot of messaging in the short-term rental world that is get get rich quick. Yeah. And like Sarah and I own property together and like that property maybe cash flows a couple hundred bucks a month. We're not going to like be like, hey, we're like on the beach with our laptop, but guess what that property is going to do? It gives us other things besides cash flow. Yeah. So um, we are here. We will say this on every outlet all the time. I mean, we could probably have a lot more followers and a lot more success, honestly, if we sold that. We sold that passive income dream. We don't believe there's anything passive about short-term <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it'd be it's more passive to be a long-term landlord than yeah. short-term. Yeah. 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 I I I don't think you guys are wrong. Um, especially if you want to do it well, right? It, it, meaning if you care about hospitality. There there are lots of people in this space that might treat it as as more of a uh, as more of a passive investment. And I think the places kind of speak for themselves, right? Like when you when you when you go and you as a guest, right, show up to one of those places, you can tell. Like you can tell what the either the property manager and or and or the owner thinks about the space and, and how they prioritize it. So Sarah, like honestly, like right now I can see Sarah's on her phone has a picture of someone that just made a bed because they want to make sure they made the bed right. I know for sure there's been a toilet issue this week. A TV, did the TV get fixed? Yeah. Broken TV. What's some other just in, in the last like four days? I will also admit to you, we have help, but also right now we're building our businesses too, yeah. Zach. So like I'm up till two, three in the morning sometimes. And yeah. I'm like, and Nanette's boxing me at seven in the morning and we're like, right. But it's for a bigger a bigger picture down yeah. the road. It's for something that we're dreaming about, we're building right now. And so it's a lot of hard work and a lot of putting in the hours right now. So have you guys thought about, and like, again, forgive me if this is, we, we, you can also, you, you have every right to say like, hey, let's ask me this question in a year and, and we'll have we'll have an answer well, we can give. But like, what uh, could thanks for visiting, like why isn't thanks for visiting proper sort of like a, ma- a management company in and of itself like have you like you meaning leveraging the brand as such right like because i could imagine all of your all of the people that love you guys right and all of the people that are part of your community they're also they're, they're hosts they're also guests right Me- meaning like you know most of these people like to stay in other short-term rentals right and so have you guys thought about taking the brand into new areas or, or like how, how do you guys think about that Yes, we've thought of all the things and we've tried to implement too many things at once (laughs) Um, or we're we're suffering the repercussions of some of those decisions right now. So 
Um, right now, staying the course. Yeah, there's yeah. one we we can have. I mean, we have a lot of ideas. I wish you could see like on the other wall. Like you can see one behind us, but we have whiteboards <laughs> like this. <laughs> in weight in the living room and the bedrooms everywhere. So yes, we have, but it's, there's still like, there's the, deli- you have to deliver yeah. what you're, what you're, um, what you're trying to do. So no, I mean, we're always open to any, um, collaborations to any ideas, but it, it just comes back to what is the bandwidth and being able to actually execute them. Because the one thing that we have learned, whether it's in real estate or in our, um, podcast online business is things normally take about double the time and double the money that we had thought we very, very wisely budgeted and planned for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I could not agree with you, you more there. Last minute cancellations suck. And that's why we built Ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three-night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. It's really cool. I appreciate your, your transparency and your honesty of like, of course, you guys have thought of these things. You guys think probably a, a mile a minute and are constantly you know, bouncing. One of the coolest things I think of, of having a podcast at least from my perspective, is that you get you get exposed to so many different people who are doing really different things and really cool things and have and then all of a sudden like like you leave the interview and you've got ten new ideas right of things that you should do I and mean, it's like a blessing and a curse right um, mm-hmm. but but I but I appreciate that that transparency um, and you know you guys everything you do, you do put out is is really great beyond being consistent it's great I did have just a, a, a last question on this and then I want to talk about TFVCon which I'm super super pumped about but. Uh, how long does it take you guys to produce a reel? Like your guys's reels are so are they're so well produced. Like I recently saw the Minoan one where I think Annette you were like Santa Claus or something, and you like should. And I was like, this is not like a twenty minute thing that you just do. Like this this had to have taken time. So and the production quality is is great. So to, how long does it take you guys to like produce a reel from like the planning to like the the execution to to the production of it? It started out in the winter of 2021 and Ned and I were like, we, we felt like our Instagram was stale and boring and we, um, reels were just starting to come on the scene, I think, or, or at least to us. Right. And so we made a pack that we were going to do 30 reels in 30 days. Cause one of our, um, one of the Instagram people we follow it, who specializes in reels was like, hey, do they do a challenge? 30 like, we'll take 30 days. Challenge. Like I told you, but you like tell us what to, like, if we, if you tell us what to do and we say, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And so I very quickly like was like actor Sarah to like director Sarah and like figuring out how to like do all the really things inside of Instagram, which is a skill set. And I could find the inspo, but I could not execute. And they were so (laughs) 
fun. We had a blast just being silly, but educational and, and just enjoying our time. Um, we will not lie. There were Sunday nights. I would be like, Sarah, you know, we don't have a reel. It's nine o'clock. I drove and she'd be like, to her house and no, we recorded was, the reel. We were like, we were like, why don't we make this challenge? Cause we were like, we didn't do anything. But so, we never stopped. And yeah. so number one, we have almost two years of practice. Number two, long story short. And I want to focus on again, like content that hopefully your audience cares about, but we happen to also know a guy who helped me with DIY videos and net knew him from other content. His name is Kirk. We are not as amazing without him. And we started, we told Kirk, we're like, we want to do continuous a reel a day, but we want you to help us take this, like the, like the whatever to another level. Yeah. And so we started learning with him and it was very painful at first too, like getting a new person into our, our production. But I will tell you now, Zach, we shoot content bi-monthly. So every other Tuesday we have four or five hours with Kirk and we bang it out. It is we just, batched it. we are one hit wonders. We get it right. The first time we have fun. We're silly. If we have make a mistake, we keep it. Like here's the, here's the value for the listener. If you have a short-term rental and you know, you need to be consistent with producing content, please give yourself grace, give yourself like you're going to miss every now and then you can repost things. That's the other thing that's been really lovely for us. We have so much content. We can repost things now. Mm-hmm. Literally change the copy or we'll we change the text. We fights, whether it's been posted. I'm like, we've posted. That was awesome. Sarah's like, we posted that three times. I'm like, we have like, so <laughs> just want to let the listeners know, like you do have to, and, and, and I want to encourage consistency doesn't have to be daily. Hmm. Consistency can be what you define as consistency. So if consistency is once a week, so be it. Yeah. If it's twice a week, if it's once a like that is the one thing I think is finding what works for you. Like quiet the noise, but be whatever you choose to do, be consistent with it. Um, but don't feel like you have to compete with other people or or their consistency. Uh, because even Sarah and I would feel super behind. There are other people out there doing three, four, five, you know, it's like, what? So, um, but decide what consistency is for you. And we always tell people to err on the side of lower in the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Then more. And this goes for your content. It goes for emailing your clients, whatever that is, just find what, what works for you consistency. And then the, the moment that you like find your stride, lock arms with someone else. You might have to pay them, but then help them help. Let them help you with staying consistent after you're like, okay, I'm doing this. Cause that's what we did. We were super consistent. We proved to ourselves that we could do it. And it wasn't until after that, that we were like, let's see if we can have someone help us. So I do want to offer that up is like, it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be ours, but just figure out what works for you and be consistent. I, I couldn't agree with you guys more. And I, I really, really appreciate that that advice because I, I do think you can look at other people, whether it's, you know, you guys, whether it's other just other short uh, other short term rentals. I mean, there are, there are Airbnbs with like hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. Right. And if, you've, if you're sitting at 100, you're like, dang, I don't know. Like, how am I going to like and, you know, not everyone not like remind yourself that you are not necessarily competing with the Airbnb that has hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. Maybe you are. But I love it. Like I had somebody send me this long DM kind of just feeling a little bit sorry for for themselves. And and, and I was like, you know that the, the place that you're envious of is literally on the opposite side of the country. 
as you like do you like do you really think that you you guys are targeting like the the, the same audience here with, with your content like forget that forget them forget them do you do you you know and it's just we, funny how yeah yeah go ahead go ahead like there's a short-term rental host she's lovely here in ohio hundreds of thousands of followers she hasn't even hosted a guest yet it's her <laughs> rehabbing her house do you think we're not like what? Like, oh my gosh. Like, it's like, it's like this, this, that, and the other Airbnb. And you're like, wait, like, you're like painting your hat. Like you haven't ever hosted one guest and like, and that's fine. We love that. But like, if you, if we could all sit in that, like, yeah, exactly party of like, what, like, what are we doing wrong? How does this, per-? you know, she's crushing it yeah. because she's speaking to her audience and she's, she's crushing it. But I want to offer that up that even sitting in our chairs, Trust us. We scroll through and go like, what are we doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I, I want to talk about TFECon because you guys right, are taking, you've taken your podcast, you've taken your community, you guys have scaled, you've grown. Uh, and recently, I, I believe, is this year two or year three of, of TFECon? Year two. Okay. So you guys uh, launched your first event last year. I heard great things about it. It looked awesome. And it's it's coming back for year two. So I, I want to hear a little bit about like what folks can expect from the event. Um, you guys have been incredibly gracious enough to invite me. So I am just super pumped to, to be at this event and to be able to share a little bit about SEO at this event. For all of our listeners, um, please, please, please come out to Columbus, Ohio. Um, and, and don't come for me. Come for, come for Sarah and Annette because we, we all know that you really just want to meet them. Um, and so I, I want to hear what we can expect from the event. How is this event going to be different from others that folks might be familiar with? How are you guys thinking about the the kind of culture of, of this year's event? Yeah, so the culture is, gosh, we're, Thanks for Visiting has always been rooted in the independent host, right? Mm. Us owner operators who are crushed when you get a four-star review because you you, you didn't leave a Kleenex box where, where the guest <laughs> expected, right? Like that crushes you or like, you know, your inspection process is like your favorite time of day. So if that's who you are as a host, like you are, this is like your whole life and your whole soul and your passion and that's who is going to be at TFEcon. And so we're going to talk about all the things that are really important to your business. Mm -hmm. And people are talking about direct booking, like it's this thing that um, you're supposed to be doing. Hmm. But for us independent hosts, it's, you know, every single piece of tech you add adds an expense on your on your profit and loss sheet. So what's really important for us, you know, smaller operators, I would say under 50 properties, that's who this conference is made for. What is the most important thing we should be doing? Uh, when is it time to pivot from the OTAs and really treat your business like the hospitality business? It always is, but treating it with that respect that it deserves of like, hey, every single expense matters. I want to be involved in this. I don't want to outsource everything to VAs who I've never met. That is what you're going to get at TFECon. So we're going to talk about SEO. We're going to talk about raising capital. Hmm. We've got um, Bill Allen, who has agreed to come and speak about, because we have our communities also very big in unique builds. So people want to cantilever uh, tiny homes on the side of mountains, or they've got- Banks don't want to give money for that. Domes, or they've got, yeah. So how do you how do you handle builds like that? We're going to talk about that. We've got- um, Kenny Badwell coming to show you literally in a smaller classroom how to analyze deals properly. And so that 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 analysis paralysis doesn't stop you from starting yeah. or from 
property two, three, or four, you are going to be there, Zach, to help them like, okay, they've invested in a website or a one pager. Okay. Now what, how do I, how do I get people to see my website? That whole thing we just talked about, other people are getting thousands of hits on their site. What about little old me? Yeah. Zach, show you how to really make sure that limited time you have is worth it. And we've got a few secrets that we still aren't able to announce. I'm going to do two more really quick. Two more really quick that I want to talk about as we have someone that's going to speak about keeping as much profit as possible Hmm. in short-term rental. And then um, our MC, which we're super excited about, they're going to be talking about um, your your space um, as your income space and not just short-term rentals. She has had a storied career with movies, commercials, influencers. So really letting people like shift their mindset on not just overnight stays, but how can their property become a backdrop for something bigger, potentially, you know, some, some corporate um, and commercial deals there, which, you know, if you already have the space, why not list on other places? And I feel like that hasn't been done really anywhere. And we're really excited to bring that. And to then our audience. one last thing that makes TFECon different, so maybe from other live events you've maybe been to, is our sponsors are getting so on board with playing games from stage. Yeah. So <laughs> the interact, the interaction you're going to have, and it's true to TFV, we are edutainment at its finest. We're going to educate you, but we also we have to have fun. We have to have laughs. So a, real, a lot of games from stage that are going to be really you can win, well some produced, yeah. win stuff, and of course we've got parties and unofficial parties and just connecting and with a, your hosts and a vendor hall. So like literally, you are going to be able to f- like walk through our vendor hall and see like if there's been a piece of tech or an app that you wanted to add, you're going to be able to talk to the team, the founder, and and see how that would work inside your short-term rental. And I know we have a code for you and your listeners. It'll be in the um, in the show notes because we definitely want everyone that listens to the show come out because last but not least, you're going to be able to network with other hosts. And like we said earlier, I met Sarah at, you know, getting out, going to that um, city council meeting. The idea actually of thanks for visiting came from a live event that I attended. And so I just cannot express like just allowing yourself to go to another space, remove yourself from your day-to-day and think big and and be in an atmosphere with like-minded folks. That alignment is electrifying. I I love everything that you guys have said. I'm so, so pumped. And I know knowing you guys, even even just a little bit, it's going to be incredible. The people that you've brought on board, the sponsors to, to help out, I know many of them, and they are also just remarkable people, and they have remarkable companies. The other thing I'll say is that from my experience, limited experience, kind of getting to know know the community and whatnot, people are just very generous with with their time and their knowledge. And they're, they're, they're absolutely like the posers, they're absolutely, you know, the, the tight-lipped people that that are out there but but by and large i've been very impressed by how how transparent people are willing to be and how helpful people are willing to be and say hey oh wow you're you're looking at this particular market hey i actually know a lot about it like here like you want to grab a drink or like i have just been stunned by how generous people have been with their their ideas their thoughts uh they're they're just you don't find that in every industry especially at like networking events but there is something about this like short-term rental community i think probably largely because of how you guys have interacted with each other how you interact with your guests that have helped facilitate this but people are incredibly generous 
whether whether you've got one property or you're just getting started or you've got like 40 50 right there's i think there will be something for everybody to learn and gain and benefit from from tfecon so i'm just super thankful uh, for our listeners i'll have the the code in the show notes uh as well but it's bts as in behind the stays uh the discount code you'll get 150 dollars off of your your ticket for this event uh can't wait to to see you all there uh annette and sarah i'm just so thankful for you guys for all the work that you guys uh have done for the community that you continue to do for the community you guys are are true legends and um i'm just thankful for your time right now i'm thankful for the event that you're putting on and i can't wait to spend a little bit more time with you all in columbus in in just a few weeks here awesome thank Thank you so much zach Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, my joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're going to roll with it. Subscribe, um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone, see you next time.